Welcome to the Retirement Planning Guy podcast, a show designed to help retirees and pre-retirees live an awesome retirement. Your host is Jim Martin, financial advisor and author of the Retirement Playbook. Jim discusses ideas, strategies, and techniques to help you live your ideal retirement. So sit back, turn the volume up, and enjoy the show, because we begin right now. Mistakes, we all make them. In retirement, making a mistake can have long, long lasting impact. Today, we're talking about the top three retirement mistakes and how to avoid them. My name is Jim Martin. I'm the retirement planning guy, and this is our podcast all about how to make sure you have the very best outcome possible for retirement. So thanks for joining us. I'm really excited about today's episode, uh, mostly because as a financial advisor, I see people making the same mistakes over and over and over again. And you would think that, hey, these are things that people can correct, but they're really um, they're really the same mistakes. So today we're going to talk about the top three mistakes and those actions that you can take as an investor, as a potential retiree, or even as a newly minted retiree to make sure that you don't make the same mistakes that other people have made that have cost them potentially, uh, you know, the retirement they never really wanted. So uh, our attorneys, let's go through some disclosures. Our attorneys want you to know that this show is for entertainment purposes only. Everything in here is informational. We're just here to give you some good information while we try to be 100% accurate because this is a show where we just do it off the cuff without a script and we record it. It's not always such. So make sure that before you take any action, you consult with an attorney, a CPA, or a qualified financial advisor. Again, This show is for educational purposes only. If you have questions, feel free to send those, and we will do our very best to answer those on a show or privately back to you. So thanks for listening. Let's just jump right into the top three retirement mistakes. And here's the reason why why we're doing the show today the way we're doing it. Normally, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a, oh, I don't know the right word for it, but I'm a glass half full guy. I really have an abundance mentality. I, I I think that there's so much opportunity in the world that how could you not be successful? And retirement, I think, is the same way. If you do all the right things, do some planning, uh, take your time, make sure you're you're in the right positions, I really think that you can have a great, great retirement. But I see people making mistakes, the same mistakes all too often. So hopefully this show will stop one or two people from making the same mistakes that others have made. So let's just jump right in. Uh, We'll start with mistake number one. This is a hard one, and some of you are going to disagree, but retiring too early, that's usually, that can be a big mistake for a lot of reasons. Number one, people live a lot longer today than they lived, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. Just look around, you know, look around at how many old folks there are and think about people in your life and uh, your, maybe your parents or uh, grandparents or aunts or uncles or anybody, but people are living longer guys. And I'm not saying they're living better. I, I don't make any claim to that, but people are certainly living longer. And what that means and why that's a problem is um, long age is actually a risk multiplier. And what that means is 
is that when you have to plan for a living with for 20 years, it's easier than having to plan for what happens if you live 30 years. And if you have to plan for a 20 or 30 or even 40 year retirement and you have to stretch your money that long, that can have a really big, profound impact on the ability of your portfolio not to run out of money. Think about that. I mean, let's let's think about what could happen if you did retire too early. And I'm not saying that somebody shouldn't retire early, right? Like, I'm a huge fan of being able to go out and live the retirement that you've always dreamed of. But I don't want you to retire so early that all of a sudden, 10 years from now or 15 years from now, it changes everything. And all of a sudden, all those dreams and goals and the things you've been doing and the fun you've been having while you've been retired, you're no longer able to have it. That doesn't sound like a very good desirable outcome. So here's what happens when you do retire early. Not only do you have to stretch your portfolio those 20, 30, 40 years, but it also has an impact on your social security. Like you should know that your the way social security is tabulated and calculated is it takes your top 35 years of earnings and then puts that into a math formula to determine what your benefit will be. And if you retire before you have 35 years of earnings, it can have a pretty detrimental effect to your ability to do the things you want to do. So just be aware that social security might lock in a lower benefit amount. And hey, if you take Social Security earlier, you know, your full retirement age is based upon your year of birth. And it's going to be for most people listening anywhere from 66 to 67. But let's imagine you retired at 55 or even 62 and turn your Social Security on immediately upon retirement. What do you think happens? Well, your Social Security benefits are reduced. And they're locked in. And you might not even even have the opportunity to have those 35 years of working history in there to do that. Your portfolio might not grow as much. Think about it. You're not going to have as much time for compounding or contributions to 401ks or IRAs. And that could have a really negative impact as well. And then let's not forget about medical insurance. You know, you've got to figure out a way to pay for medical insurance and pay out of pocket. And I I don't know about you, but you know that's a scary thought of having to, you know, potentially pay for medical insurance for ten years and not being part of a, a a company plan. And here's the other reason: the last reason why retiring early is a mistake I often see is if you're eligible for a pension at your employer. Uh, oftentimes, pension benefits do increase over time, and then all of a sudden, you're in a position where you retire earlier. And you're in a situation where you don't have you know, your pension benefit never grew the way you wanted it to. And the other risk around that, those are the financial risks that you can control. Here's the things you can't control. You don't know what inflation is going to be. If you retire really at the peak earning years of your life and all of a sudden inflation pops up five, six, seven, eight years from now and derails everything you plan for, that could be a real problem. And the other one would be taxes. I don't know about y'all, but look, there's, I don't even know how many trillions with all this, all this, this stimulus money and the money the government's spending. I don't know. What are we, $26 trillion in debt? I don't know about you, but I think taxes will probably go up at some point. And if taxes do go up, it's going to create a lot of downward pressure on your portfolio. It's going to create a situation where maybe you have less take home pay than you had just a few years before. 
So these are really big issues that retirees are going to struggle with going through this. And if they retire too early, they amplify. Again, a long age is actually a risk multiplier. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. If you can retire early and the math says you can, then why not? But um, oftentimes people that do retire too early, they, they don't really – they don't really run the calculator and get the calculations. So I think it's really, really important that you weigh everything else that's there. So retirement failure point number two. So what's the what's the second top three retirement mistakes I see? They overestimate what their portfolio will do for them. So this is this is one of these things that I see time in and time out. People. People overestimate what their portfolio means. And here's the here's what I mean by that. Like, look, if you've saved a million dollars, you've done pretty well for yourself, right? Like, we can all agree a million dollars is a lot of money. I know it's not as much as it used to be, but a million dollars is still a million dollars. And a lot of times when somebody has a million dollars, they say to themselves, hey, I'm rich. I am rich. I've hit the promised land. I can do whatever I want. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a million dollars and stretch that, divide that by 40. And you'll soon learn that's not that much money when you have to stretch it over 20, 30, 40 years. It becomes a lot less when you have to stretch it that long. And that's really the issue. People overestimate what their portfolio will do for them. Here's the other thing they overestimate. They overestimate what their returns are going to be. Look, just because historically we've seen 7 or 8% in the market or 9% or whatever it is, depending upon when you slice it, that doesn't mean what we're going to see in the future. Uh, you know, I like to be very um, I, I like to be very conservative in projections there. But not a lot of people retire early because they think what, what got them there will get them to the next place. And that's just not always the case. So you have to be really aware of the fact that the returns you're projecting in there – they just might not come true. And that's a real risk for a lot of people because if you've built your entire investment plan from the perception you're going to get 7% and you only got 5.5% over your retirement, it might mean that you're running out of money in your in your 80s or 90s. And that's a real problem, a, a real problem. Because what then will happen is your standard of living is going to have to change and be very adaptive along the way, meaning it could go down. And you just have to be very careful about that because one of the things we don't want to do when we retire is get to a position where, you know, you've worked for 30 years and you decide, hey, you know what, I'm going to retire early and I'm going to kind of hang out and do all these amazing things. And then one day you wake up and you look down and you realize that you might run out of money. For me, that would be a really, really scary situation. And I think for most of most most people thinking about retirement, it'd be the same kind of way. So I would just say that as you begin to look at your plan, one of the risks and one of the biggest mistakes I see is people overestimate. They overestimate number one, the risk of retiring early. Number two, inflation. They think it's not going to exist. Number three, they don't want to account for any taxes increasing. And number four, they're way too optimistic on what the market's going to return. And generally speaking, you're not going to have all of your money in the market anyway. When you're 65 years old, I now I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. I'm not making any investment advice on this show. 
But generally speaking, most 65-year-olds aren't going to put all their money in the market. They're going to have, you know, a balanced portfolio, a 60-40 split or 50-50 or 70-30, whatever whatever kind of floats their boat. But they're not going to get the same returns of the, as the market. And for a couple of reasons, because their risk tolerance changes, their time horizon is certainly different, and they have liquidity needs. That's really the biggest thing. Uh, they, 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 they don't have any liquidity needs. Or they, well, they do have liquidity needs, but you don't have when you're 40, you're just getting it through your paycheck. But when you're retired, you're going to have to start taking distributions from your portfolio. And you, you, most people will want some money in a very low volatile investment, whether that's a bond or a bond fund or annuity or cash or CD or something of that nature. But they want something that doesn't have a whole lot of risk baked into it because, you know, golly, if the market were to drop, I don't know. 30%. They don't want that asset to drop 30% if they're taking distribution. So retirement retirement failure points or retirement mistakes people make, number one is retiring too early. Uh, Number two is just overestimating all of these numbers and all this data that's out there and being too optimistic around it. I, I really love the stress test stuff, and I would encourage you to do the same. Really think about stress testing it. You know, our our firm, um, and I don't talk about that a lot on here because this is just for information, but our firm, we go through what we call our our uh, financial freedom roadmap. And one of the things that um, one of the things I used to get pushback on when I first started doing it was people would say, oh, you're just so conservative, Jim. Well, heck, yeah, I'm conservative with this stuff, not with investments per se, but with projections because I don't want to get it wrong. Can you just imagine if, you, if you're if you too opti- optimistic and all of a sudden you wake up and 10, 20, 30 years from now and you realize that in five years you're going to run out of money? That sounds like a terrible thing. So just be very real there. Yeah, I, I call it just being real with your money. Be real with it. Completely fine. All right. Re- retirement mistake. The number one retirement mistake I see, this is not going to surprise a lot of folks, but not having a plan. Like they, people just retire. You believe it or not, there's people, there's people that get to the end and they said, you know what? I've had enough. And I want you to know, like I live this really cushy life. I mean, it's not like I don't work outside and do manly stuff, but I'm just saying that like I live this like, this nice life where I'm not standing on my feet all day and I'm not working on a factory line and I'm not swinging a hammer and I'm, I I have a pretty easy job from a physical perspective. Okay. So, I get it. People get to retirement, and if you've been working on a uh, on a on an automobile line, putting rivets in or painting or doing something like that, you just might be ready at sixty two, and you might just say, "You know what? I'm out of here." And I get that completely, but have a plan. Run the numbers. So let me walk you through the financial freedom roadmap, so you can kind of see how we do it. And you maybe can apply that to your life and make sure that it makes sense for you to do this. So number one thing you're going to need, you're going to need an income plan. There's no retirement without income. You need to know where your money's coming from, when it's going to be there, how it's going to be there, how much is guaranteed, how much is at risk. Do you have a plan for inflation? What happens if a loved one dies? Do you have a plan for rising taxes? That's called an income plan. Incredibly, incredibly important, especially if you retire early. Number two thing, look, you need an investment plan, but investments don't come first. I know investments are exciting, 
They're a little sexy. Everybody loves the investments, right? Like people want to talk about investments. They want to listen to these shows so we can talk about them. Now, investments are important, but they're not as important as the income component of your plan. That's why we start with the income. And then when we figure out how much income you need and where it needs to come from, then we take our investments and build a plan to generate the income which you need. Do you understand? So we start with how much do you need, and then we use the investments. So you don't actually invest until you have the plan built because you don't know what you're investing for. Like we know we want to make money and maybe make some income, but how much and what's the safest place and where should we put it? How should it look? How should it feel? So there's a lot of question marks within the income planning component, but you've got to get the after you get the income done, you do the investments. All right, that's two of the five areas that are super important. Here's the next one. Look, I don't know about y'all, but I, we better have a tax-efficient strategy. So you need to make sure you have a tax plan. And a tax plan, should all, it, all it's going to do is just make sure you're, from your investments, that you're really taking a hard look. Can you save money on Social Security taxes? Do you have a tax-efficient withdrawal strategy? Do you have a plan for potentially estate taxes? Take a hard look at the estate or estate taxes and wonder to yourself, do you think estate taxes will go up or down in the next 10 years with the debt we've had? And then build a plan around it. You're also going to want, as part of your five-step plan, you're also going to want a medical plan. Medical plans are super important for a couple reasons. Like, right, like if you retire early or you retire before, um, oh, I don't know, before you're 65 or Whatever you, you're gonna have to pay for health insurance somewhere along the way. So just make sure that if you're gonna do that, you have a plan on how to pay for it. And also for long-term care insurance, let's not leave that out. I mean, a huge percentage of people end up needing nursing home assistance in their life. But more than likely, most people, they just don't even want to address it. Like, it's a terrible thing to address. Who wants to, who wants to think about being in a nursing home? It sounds awful. Um, it's expensive. And it's not a fun thing, but when we build our financial plan, you need to, you need to make sure you have a component of healthcare planning and medical planning in there that addresses how do you gap? So how do you get from 62 to 65 to Medicare? And then once you're there, how do you, how are you going to pay for Medicare? Cause Medicare is not free. Uh, and then finally, how are you going to pay for long-term care? Uh, should you need it? Do you need long-term care insurance? Do you need a hybrid plan? There's a lot of different question marks around that. All right, last but not least, and this is the cornerstone of any good plan, is you need to make sure you have an estate strategy. I've met with a lot of people in my life. I've yet to meet with someone who says, Jim, I want all of my money to go to the nursing home and the government when I die. I just don't hear it. So an estate plan will help ensure that your assets flow to the people that you want it to flow to. to. Now, you're going to need to get your attorney involved in these decision-making processes, but you've got to start with that process. But a financial plan helps tie all of this stuff together. And a good financial plan includes all of those things we talked about, an income plan, an investment plan, a tax plan, a medical plan, and finally an estate plan. And when you can tie all of that together, you've done pretty good. But here's the dirty little secret about plans. You can't just do it once and then never come back to it. It's like a garden. If you plant your garden in the spring, you've got to get out and, and and go out and pick weeds every once in a while. It's just how it works. Because what happens is, is if you don't do that, 
It's not like you might not get tomatoes out of your garden. You just might not get as many. Our plans are the same way, and not my, my, not specifically my plan, but anybody's financial plan. When you build it, you're building it with all the data you have at the time you built it. But one thing we know about life and data is it changes. So we just want to make sure that when we make a plan and we build a plan, that once a year we're going back and reevaluating that plan. Not having a plan, not having an income, a retirement plan, a tax plan, a medical plan, tying all that together, that that's literally the number one retirement mistake we see. Again, we call ours the Financial Freedom Roadmap. You can draft these on your own, by the way. you just got to really work at it and understand it. But we'll have some information out on our website about that. And also, one of the, one of the really neat things is we put together a retirement checklist. And it's, it's a few questions. You can, it's a challenge, really. I encourage you to take this challenge and just make sure you're on the right track. Challenge yourself to see, do I have, have I thought about all of these things? And if you haven't, take steps to fix them. And if you have, then you're doing awesome. And that's what we're trying to do. Our whole purpose of this show is to help you live the retirement you've always dreamed of. You know, my my uh, one of, my trademark for my company is plan well, retire happy. And I, I really believe that because I think if we can really plan this stuff, you can have a better and more desirable outcome. Now, a couple of things. I just want to recap because I really want you to listen to this and take heed of it. The top three retirement mistakes that I see, people, some people retire too early. And not everybody, I'm not saying retiring early is a bad thing. I love love it if you can retire early. But just don't retire so early that it impacts you significantly later on. Number two retirement mistake I see is people just overestimate what they have and what it means and what it will do for them. So just be real with your money. Like, just, you know, like if you have $100, you're not going to buy a yacht. Just be real with this stuff. Just understand what reality is with your dollars. And then finally, the number one mistake I see time and time again is people don't have a plan. Don't be that person. Make sure you have a plan. Now, look, again, out on our website, we have the retirement uh, the retirement challenge. Go out and download that. That's at retirementplanningguy.com. If you like the show, feel free to share it. We love reviews. And if you have any questions, you can email us on the website as well, retirementplanningguy.com. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, we'll see you next time. We appreciate you joining us today for this episode of the Retirement Planning Guy podcast. Be sure to visit retirementplanningguy.com to access additional information, including our free retirement planning kit to help you live an awesome retirement. Take the first step to living the life you've always imagined with the Retirement Planning Guy. Opinions voiced in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives. Information provided is not intended as tax or legal advice. You are encouraged to seek tax or legal advice from an independent professional. We are not affiliated with Social Security or any governmental agency. New River Financial Group LLC is a registered investment advisor offering advisory services in the state of Virginia and other jurisdictions where exempted. New River Financial Group LLC doing business as Martin Wealth Solutions. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining value.